right? I was the guy right, who brought the right. money in. And, and, but in the meantime, I'm learning my own craft. I'm studying my own craft and I'm getting good, again, doing research and what it takes. And, and fast forward to now where we're at with doing events and coaching and speaking and authorships and entrepreneurships and development and all the stuff that we do. It made my brain, Hirsch, it really made my brain think differently than most people. It made me smarter, quicker, more efficient. And so like, you know, as I'm talking to you, my brain is thinking 50 different things and all the other things mm -hmm. that I have to do today. And, but I, I learned how to really focus it because when you, when you freestyle, when you are rapping, you have to think about going to the music properly, bridging properly. Uh, the flow points and what you're going to talk about, how to make those things make sense, how to pause in certain ways. And there's so many things that actually go into the science of it. I just did that, but I then dissected it for business. Martians landed, yes. wearing Prada suits, yes. drinking Henry seltzer, yes. chewing juicy fruit. Yes, and your branding here. Yes, friend. Your message here. Yes, a verse about yes your product here yes i'm hirsch redman yes and i'm a message therapist yes and i have a podcast yes brand that's right that's it yes we'll help you fix the world yes or your bottom line all right your bottom line get it i get it welcome, welcome to, to the yes, yes brand podcast With me today on the Yes Brand podcast in what I like to call the hot seat. And he is kind of in the hot seat. He's got some, some, some solar, uh, some solar uh, warmth happening behind him uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. But anyway, my guest is Eric Zuli. Eric is the CEO of Easy Way Network, Concierge Solutions Referral Network. And... Um, He's a 22-time award-winning entrepreneur, and I said that right, which is pretty cool. He's a best-selling author of The Influence Effect. Uh, he's the he uh, the 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 Easy Way Network is the hub of his promotions agency, his TV podcast network, his magazine social network, and directory, reaching unsurprisingly millions of people. And uh, and a lot of this is about reaching people. How do you get your brand to reach so many people and uh, and how do you help others do the same? So welcome. Welcome to the show, Eric. Oh, thanks so much, Hirsch. I, I appreciate that. It was uh, such an awesome uh, introduction. And um, I wish I was uh, shooting this out live to my network, to my to my, my community, because um, I can I can show the next person that's going to introduce me how it's done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank I, I, you, man. You're welcome. I appreciate you having me on, and and um, I'm looking forward to uh, chatting with you. And I hope your uh, your audience gets some uh, some good. Uh, I always tell people when you when when you when you you have me on a stage, it's like going to McDonald's because you get so many golden nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think so. I mean, you know, from from just what little that I've seen, the little we've interacted, um, I'm really excited to have you on because conveying your brand message and and getting people to I mean, just the long and the short of it is getting people to pay attention to you is 
uh, is what we all need to succeed in business. And I don't care if we're selling uh, donuts or we're selling buttons. It doesn't matter. If we're invisible, then we uh, we aren't doing any business. And uh, And so with podcasting, with broadcasting, with stages, books, all the all the stuff, um, you know, you're you're keenly uh, keyed into all of this stuff. So, um, give us a little bit of a of an overview beyond my introduction of what you're doing for people. Did your sound cut out or something? No, I'm just I'm just uh, there's there's a there's a little bit of background noise, so I just put, popped it on mute. Oh. But no, keep going. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So give us a little, give us a little of your own, uh, your own explanation. I like to say your 30 second uh, elevator pitch so that the audience gets a real quick uh, first person insight into who you are. Well, I have a couple uh, 30 second elevator pitches, uh, Hirsch. In fact, I'm an expert in um, developing a pitch that actually creates results. Um, and so in this case, because it's branding, it really is about laying out the storyboard and what it is that you're trying to attract as far as your target audience, as far as what types of people that you want to hit that you feel are going to buy your product or, or want to tap into your database. And the way that you build your presentation is going to be everything. It's, it's, it's the design that creates that attractor factor and does it really match your message? So that's what I would say. If I was to do a 30 second elevator pitch is you need to know what you're building and the direction you're heading. Uh, is it creating an attractor factor and does it really match your match message? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, matching your message up with your strategy and what you're putting out there. Um, how did you get into this, to this business? to begin with where did you where did you grow up and uh you know where did where did your story start well born and raised in uh the oc bubble the beautiful mm -hmm. orange county california southern southern california um and i was always a uh interested person when it comes to to people i was i was even even at a young age i would always try to do things that created parties and and uh get togethers and I was always interested in, in, in people and why they do what they do. Um, and then I, I, I combined that with digital. You know, like as a kid, I played a lot of, a lot of video games and I was a big MySpacer. Uh, and I was always, I mean, I, I was probably one of the first people ever that got involved with social media and got really interested in like, wow, I don't even have to be in person with people anymore. I can connect with people online and be just as effective. Um, but as far as who I was growing up, uh, a lot of sports, my dad wouldn't let me really do the hangout thing. I was always playing, I was shortstop, first base pitcher. Uh, I played soccer, football, baseball, basketball, uh, always, uh, always occupied. My time was always occupied. And uh, so that taught me discipline. And, um, you know, I think my dad was a amazing parent and then it moved into being an entrepreneur because watching my, my dad own his own business uh he he would register certain systems with big companies and allow them to do their business um and i worked with him a little bit when i first started and then i got into sales i, I remember my first uh company was uh, party world and and you know it's not the easiest to upsell people with party supplies 
and and really but it, it was just a good start stepping stone which then moved into it gave me a resume that moved into comp usa and honestly that's that's where it really kind of happened for me is because i was certified uh, in sales certified in technology uh, i took a lot of training uh with comp usa and i ended up becoming a business machines lead i ended up becoming a trainer i ended up you know being an all-around guy and i got a lot of knowledge from that and then it moved into mortgages and it moved into so many other things. But really, I was really blessed to get the knowledge that's necessary in sales because yeah. that's really what makes makes it happen. And then at the same time, I was also a big researcher. So as I was growing up, I would I mean, YouTube was was what helped me become successful. I would always go to YouTube and I was always, just study videos if I didn't know something. I mean, even even going into personal life, and I, I don't know if, if if you do laundry, should it be hot or cold water? Like, you know, little stu stupid things. I would go on YouTube and I'd, I'd learn. And yeah. especially when it comes to my competition. And, you know, I built a business that basically was kind of an event business with music in the beginning. I, I built a studio. Uh, I was I was a rapper. I was a writer. I was a music producer. And, and I, okay, I built let me let me stop you there. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I want to I want to jump on this on this point on this bridge, because mm -hmm. to me, um, you know, as I'm listening to you unfold the story, I'm getting OK, this guy loves sales like a lot of people who are creative, who are writers or even broadcasters don't love sales. We don't like to we don't like to get on a cold call. We don't like to, you know, and I've been, I was a salesman. I worked, I worked in a, a computer store um, in New York called 47th street photo, which was like uh, kind of in the, in the nineties was like a legendary, you know, midtown uh, diamond districts mainstay. And we got all the news, all the newscasters, all the celebrities, everybody came into the store and people and they would wait online just like everybody else. It was like a real happening, but I felt I was on the wrong side of the thing, right? I was behind the counter selling computers to Carol King or Liam Neeson, and I was like, okay, I I want to be on the other side though. I'd rather be the the celebrity, but I was, you know, so we so, got something in common already. I sold computers. You sold computers. Yeah, start. that's right. That's right. But you got the certification. And uh, and I remember Comp USA, and you know, and you got you got the certification, and you seemed maybe from your background, from your relationship with your dad, and your kind of apprenticeship, so to speak, you may have uh, taken to sales more, and then moved into, you know, you start setting up your own studio and doing writing and stuff. How did the two things factor in to your life? Because now entertainment, being out there in front of the camera. Uh, you know, describe how you synthesize uh, sales and creativity. Well, what what happened was um, getting a resume with with CompUSA. I ended up um, leaving there, and I ended up getting a, a bigger and better situation where where I was running my own tele uh, sales team. Pretty much, I had a I had a whole you know cubicle of maybe thirty some people that that were calling people and getting them to do balance transfers with their cards. And it was a kind of a banking banking situation, but I trained them and I, you know, I really went from sales and then sales trainer and uh, everybody I had on my team, even at CompUSA, uh, as well as um, the other company, they were all top sales. They were all like winners. They are like, they always won the competitions and stuff like that. And 
I ended up meeting a gentleman through the business side of things, but he was a very uh, entertaining and uh, talented uh, gentleman that, uh, you know, I just, as, as, a, as a friend, just, he was just a, a colleague at work. I was just like, hey, you know, I'm gonna do a birthday event, you know, if you guys wanna stop by. And, and he ended up showing up with some talented uh, people that did rapping, it's called freestyling. It's a kind of improv yeah. off the top of your head. And, and I was always interested in dancing. I was actually a dancer. I danced for Pulse Dance Troupe and I did uh, you know, pop locking and break dancing. And I would, oh, I would wow. yeah. Yeah. always practice. And I actually had a pretty good build uh, doing that break dancing. And, but I was into dancing and they were in the wrapping. And when I saw the wrapping and basically the, the vibe and the energy of the yeah. first time when they were just creating a story and, and the crowd around them was interested. And it was just like, they were going back and forth and bouncing off of each other. And st it was just the, the energy. Yeah. I, I just, I thought to myself, I'm like, well, I, I can dance and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cool there, but if I could do that, it, I would be the, I would be the full package. And so that's when it all started is I asked them to, to show me how that's done and let's play together. And I can, you know, basically I was the, we formed a crew. We formed like a, it was called MCology. This is a long time ago, yeah. but I was the business guy. I was the guy that would book the gigs and I was the guy that would, you know, create the music. I was the background. And then I was learning as I was, cause I was always really good at the sales, right? I was the guy right, that brought the right. money in. And, and, but in the meantime, I'm learning my own craft. I'm studying my own craft and I'm getting good again, doing research and what it takes. And, and fast forward to now where we're at with doing events and coaching and speaking and authorships and entrepreneurships and development and all the stuff that we do, it made my brain Hirsch. It really made my brain think differently than most people. It made me smarter, quicker, more efficient. And so like, you know, as I'm talking to you, my brain is thinking 50 different things and all the other things mm -hmm. that I have to do today. And, but I, I learned how to really focus it. Cause when you, when you freestyle, when you are rapping, you have to think about going to the music properly, bridging properly, uh, the flow points and what you're going to talk about, how to make those things make sense, how to pause in certain ways. And there's so many things that actually go into the science of it. I just did that, but I then dissected it for business. How can I put this into business? And actually, as an entrepreneur, as you uh, so uh, amazingly introduced me yeah. as, I do perform on stage still today. I, I do yeah. it on Zoom sometimes, and 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 uh, you know I'll dance on stage, and I'll pick somebody out of the audience. I'll freestyle like I could freestyle about you right now and about your show, and and people will think that I wrote it. And yeah. so when you when you are able to do that, it's it's even in the business world because I deal with I deal with seven figure earners and, and above that are that are you know, stuffy business business people. But every time I do what I do, it puts a smile on their face. It's something different. And I've even had people say like, "Wow, you're like a breath of fresh air in the business world." Like it's kind of you make it fun, and that's yeah. why I look at it, going back to branding. Look at my brands. My brands are fun. You know, yeah, they're yeah. 3D. They're characteristic, and and again, like I said, you got to match your message. I'm a character. My business is characteristics. We're fun. We call ourselves a family. We, we hang out as a community. We, we have a lot of fun with events. We don't just do events. We do uh, pitch parties, you know, it, like we do a party. We, we have fun. And I think that a lot of the fun has gone out of business. And I think that's why a lot of people attract to us is they're like, wow, this easy way thing is, is pretty cool. And I'm getting leads. So I'm having fun and I'm making, making money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's what, 
really drew drew me to your uh, your brand was the fact that there's this fun factor, which I also feel is necessary. You know, people would say, oh, do you do comedy writing or comedy advertising? And I'm like, that's not really it. That's not because I know plenty of people who are comedy directors and mm-hmm. comedy writers who are not fun people to be around. Mm-hmm. And they're really, really good at what they do. But but um, that's not me. I like to have fun while working. I like to combine work with stuff that I enjoy. Um, and I like to make it fun for the people who are working for me, with me, around me. And I think we have that in common as well. And I and and I and and your style and your brand, the easy way logo, the easy way pitch um logo. Uh if you're if you're listening to this on Apple. I uh, I suggest or or anywhere Spotify. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to uh, offend any any of the various uh, platforms that we're on. There are too many to mention. But for visuals, YouTube is the is the place that we're on. But just take a look at Eric's uh, at Eric's background or uh, or go to uh, ericzuli.com. But either way, check out check out the vibe because I think that's what. That's the first impression that people get. And if I, if oh, I this may, is Hershey, fun. If I may, that's Z-U-L-E-Y. E-R-I-C-Z-U-L-E-Y. Yeah. Everybody spells it differently. So right. Yeah. But did you buy Eric Zuli without the E? I bought a lot of Easy Way stuff. And, oh, oh yeah, okay. I bought, I bought Z-O-O-L-Y. Z- yeah. I mean, so I'm saying like probably domains people. Are, domains are your value and, and your everything. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we used to, we, w- my agency, we used to pick up, uh, uh, URLs all the time to impress the client, you know, the prospective client and say, you know, we think this would be a great URL for you. If you'd like it, it's yours. You know, we have, we have, we happen to have bought it and they would often be impressed. Ooh, you, you got it in advance. Or they would say, no, we hate that. Mm-hmm. And we would have it kind of, it would often be something we couldn't use for anyone else and so we would we would let it go but um okay so talk to me a little bit about uh your 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 stage appearances your uh what you know what it all what it all leads to you know you've been on tv and a lot of a lot of networks and fox and uh nbc abc cbs what are you what are you saying when you get out there well, I mean, a lot of what I've learned, Hirsch, is monetizing your message, is turning your content into, into cash, like how to manage your your content, repurpose it right, and make your content work for you while you're while you're sleeping. So I talk a lot about that. I also talk a lot about juggling the balls because a lot of a lot of the people, I mean, we have 119 clients that do pay us that we work with with our with our system and most of the especially the entrepreneurs, they're pulling their hair out of the head saying I'm juggling too many balls and I don't know where to start. I don't know what yeah. to do digitally. So a lot of what I talk about, I mean, I, I've, I've been around for 24 years. I've learned a lot. I've, my, my mentors are people like the co-founder of Priceline and LA Fitness. And, and I've, I've been very blessed to be around the biggest and the best. You know, if you look at our network, uh, Les Brown, Sharon Lecter, Jeff Hoffman, Greg Reed, all these amazing people, um, Omar Perryu, it goes on and on, are in our network. They're part of the family. Yeah. And so I've learned a lot. There's actually a lot I can speak about, but I think the, my biggest forte is content. Because yeah. that's what's built my my business, and then you know you got the digitizing and the automation. 
I mean, the things that you can do with AI is incredible, but I, I think really how to really find the right team to manage the automation if you're going that direction. And a lot of people don't even really know how to automate their business yet. And so, yeah. I mean, it really depends on the audience. It depends on, like, for instance, I'll be on a stage, uh, it's, it's called like the Digital Marketing Summit or something like that. And I was honored that they, they asked me to keynote and I'm talking about, you know, turning content into cash specifically. And, and there's a lot of different ways you're creating content. So let's go the, the podcast route. And, and, you know, you mentioned uh, your, your, thank you for, for mentioning some of the things we do. We, we have easy way TV and easy way TV is the best possible way to monetize podcasting. But what a lot of people don't realize is it's all in the recording and the pre post the editing of your content. So you can, you can shoot it live or you can record, record it, but it's how you edit it and what your product placing in your content and how your product placing it and where. I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but it's just like a magazine. You can charge more by putting something in the beginning of something versus the, right. the end. And then you're also talking about the general advertising, licensing, and all that other stuff, whatever. But product placement, I mean, I, I've made up to $10,000 with one episode just because yeah. of, I mean, you talked about all the distribution in the beginning. Distribution is, is key. The more reach you have, the more people you can touch, the more money that you, you make. But how you place other people's brands so it relates and makes sense for those companies is you know you, there's an expertise to that you know and a lot of a lot of times people will do it for themselves their own podcast and and they mess it up because it's not really about you in any way especially when you're being paid it's all about yeah. that client and and their t that time they own it's like it's like they're, they're retaining ownership of your podcast within that amount of time that they're buying and so again, there, I've, I've done a lot of this. So I, I try to give people, and you know, same thing with speaking. Like we have the, the pitch party, the easy way pitch party. You know, speaking to me is nothing but lead generation. Uh -huh. and, and, and you got to make sure that you're positioning and you're resourcing your time that you have on stage to get the most out of it. And I, I judge uh, uh, influence in a speaker based upon the return that you get when you're on a stage. So if, if I'm speaking and I don't get 30 to, if, let's say there's a hundred people in the audience. If I don't get at least 30 to 50% of that audience, I didn't do a good job. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta set my game up. So I made it to where no matter what stage I touch, even people's podcasts, that no matter what I will, and I'm always respectful too. Like I'm not going to just put my capture out there without your permission. And I think a lot of people appreciate that. And you know what I mean? Like some people will, will get on someone's stage. They don't ask anything. They'll just right. grab your audience. They're not, they're not respectful. And, and, and that's, that, that puts a, it puts like a bitter taste in people's mouths. And, yeah. and that's, that's when you go into the relationship side of things. And I was, I, I talk about how to turn relationships into results. And a lot of that is being respectful to the relationship that you're building because people don't think about like you and me, we're just meeting right now, but, I'm not looking for a one-time interview. I'm looking for a long-time deal and to build right. a long-time good relationship. And where's the win-win for both of us? So, right. you, I mean, I, man, I could just talk forever and take over your well, whole show. Well, yeah. Yeah, but Eric, that's, that's, a good, that's a good point is that, you know, podcasting, for example, is to me a relationship-building process that mm -hmm. I conduct – in front of the audience with whom I'm also building and developing a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it's, it's all very important, like important in the sense that 
it means a lot to me. Uh, that's why I now have have three podcasts because the audiences are slightly, you know, are different. And I saw a, an opportunity to serve a few different kinds of audiences. Right. And um, and we have the ability to make that happen, but we have to put the, the commitment in. Let's mm -hmm. backtrack for a second to Easy Way TV mm -hmm. and just uh, share a little bit, if you would, about the model of that. Well, really, it started out as an extension arm for Easyway Promotions. Easyway Promotions is a promotional agency and a brand development, uh, you know, company. And when we do the brand development, when we do what we do, uh, this magical with PR and promotions and stuff you know, we would always reach out to other platforms to try to get our clients on, on certain things. And then it, it just kind of dawned on me. I'm like, why am I working so hard when I could be working a lot smarter and I just can build my own thing. And, you know, I've been around the co-founder of E Entertainment Television. I honored him and I've learned a lot, a lot from him. The, uh, John Mata was a, he's still a friend of mine. Uh, he was the vice president of Warner brothers and, and, uh, a lot of people that are, that are, that are big in, in the, in the media entertainment industry. And, and being around these people, it, it dawned on me on, on how, for one, how beneficial it is to your clients to, to have a platform that works for them. And, and two, there's no better way to increase your reach to be able to make money with your agency than to have a, your own platform to, 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 I yeah. mean, it's, it's expensive and it's a lot, it's a lot of work, but you know, now I can guarantee it. And the, the, with, with what I want to do, Hirsch, is I don't want to ask for it. I don't want to be a PR and submit it. You know, I don't want to, I want to own it. I want to guarantee it. I want people to come right. in and, hey, you pay $2,500 package with us and you're guaranteed to be on TV, radio, magazine, stages, boom, boom, boom. So we built a whole you know, system for that. And, and it started from, you know, we put podcasts on there, some events, some speakers, and basic uh, stuff that we would do within the network. To then, you know, because of my entertainment background, I have a lot of friends that are that are that are A-list friends uh, and producers, and most of these A-list friends have content. And then they would see my my network, and they'd watch it on Roku or whatever, and they would see like one of our one of our our videos got like one hundred fifty thousand views one time, and, and it was amazing content with a superstar speaker. And, and we push that out on social media a certain way that, that like I said, that attractor factor, we create that yeah. tra attractor factor. And then people started kind of coming and going, Hey, you know, I got this movie, I got this short film, I got this documentary, I got this, I got that. Da, da, da. And then I had to, it got to the point where we, I had to actually hire a, a master control program director person. Right. To where like, if that stuff comes in, Hey, go to easywaytv at gmail.com, submit your stuff. And, and it started to, to grow. So now, I mean, we have, we have like a cool series. That's like a superhero kind of series, uh, you know, on there. It's, uh, we have another one that's like a, a political comedy called uh, uh, American comedy. Uh, we have another one that's a, a romantic, a romantic film. You know, we have a break dancing thing. Like it's starting to, <laughs> but I'll yeah. tell you, Hirsch, it's, it's, it's the biggest obstacle I've ever taken on. And I've been doing this for probably six years now building the, the TV. But, but for speakers, what I realize is, is these speakers, they want to get their message out there. They want to do a speaking. They want to record. They, 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 you have that basic initial speak our speech. And then the more that you can put on other people's platforms, OPP, the more that you can get it out there more for those, for those speakers, the more they're willing to, they want it done for them. 
You know, they, they don't want to yeah. deal with the hassle of marketing and PR and promotions and stuff. And if you can prove that you can do that for them. So I just created speakers TV. Uh, yeah. within my platform i'm sure there's other speakers tv's things out there but within you know you got the easy way style of doing speakers tv i created event television and and then you know i just went to my my friends and and i'm like hey you got some content i can get you out there it won't cost you anything and and then i got you know some of the good speakers that you that you know and love and you learn from and i popped them on there and and now i i got to the point where it took a while but i really got to the point where speakers were literally coming to us and saying hey you know, how much is it to be on your platform? I, I, I have this speech. I have that speech. I just saw, you know, Jeff Hoffman on there and, and like, I want to be on there and da, da, da. And it started kind of becoming a, a, its own business. And then what I did, Hirsch, is not only my own TV platform, but I've built three other platforms. I helped jumpstart uh, uh, Best You Expo, which is a huge Best You TV, you know, I, uh, JD3 TV uh, and, and a couple other ones. And, and I ended up meeting the people that were the behind the scenes, the, the superstar creators that actually built these channels that you watch on Roku, Apple and Amazon that, that are the superstar you know, people you don't meet. And I started doing business with them. And, and then, you know, it really, really blew up. So we have a whole solution now. And not only do we have the TV, but just don't even, don't even let me get into the social network. So we, we were one of the first Hirsch. We were one of the first, see, there's me rapping again for We were one of the first Hirsch. Uh, <laughs> we, were, we were one of the first people that, that turned media into interaction. So not uh -huh. only do you, do you watch something, but you can interact, you can network with who you watch. We call it easy way networking. And we built a, a whole situation to where there's that follow up because you may, I mean, you may watch Omar Perry and he's talking about something amazing with sales or whatever he is. And, and you want to meet Omar. You don't want to stop there. You want to keep going. So you can go onto our director, our social network and meet Omar. Okay. So there, there, there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there. It's all, it's all exciting stuff. The first thing is that I, this is like the third thing that we have in common. The first one was that that we that we sold computers. The second one was that we put an emphasis on fun. And the third one is that we both have a background in PR. Mm -hmm. And I had a background in PR. And what was always so frustrating was, you know, exactly what I hit with you. You know, you're always begging people to 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 showcase the clients that you believe in. You're like a, you're like Broadway Danny Rose, you know, you're like fighting mm -hmm. to get this. Yeah, but he's got a, you know, the parrot does this thing and it got, you know, you always feel like you're like you're huckstering or whatever it is. And then you're mm -hmm. and then it's up to their discretion. And then, you know, but when you have a platform like Easy Way TV, which is fantastic. And, and I did something similar uh, about 10 years ago where I had the same realization and I was like, okay, I need to build up my uh, my platforms, my website, my, my YouTube channel. Um, I got to build these things up so that when I showcase my clients, I know they're getting eyeballs mm -hmm. and that way. And then I started building uh, – uh, online magazines for them. And mm -hmm. I did that with my partner at the time, Justo Diaz, who came up with the with the term image broadcasting, which was that we would broadcast the image through our various channels mm -hmm. and ultimately get get enough exposure that other places would pick them up. Mm -hmm. And that, that and, and so we did the reverse. Mm -hmm. of calling those places. Like we had a we had a a, a car client 
we wouldn't call, uh, you know, uh, Blue Book, or we wouldn't call, you know, Edmonds or or uh, or Car and Driver. We would put this stuff out in all the chat rooms, and we would put this stuff out on our platforms, mm-hmm. and eventually they would pick it up, mm-hmm. and and um, and it worked for for quite a while. So I think, you know, it it there's a you have to take things in your own hands, and I think that's what you you've realized, well, I got to, you know, I, now the only thing is if a client comes to you and says, uh, okay, I'm going to pay you X, you know, dollars a month to get me out there and you're putting them on your platform, they're paying to be on your platform. Do they feel like, or does anybody feel like, oh, well, it's just paid media. It's not earned media. The not at earned- all because we're not, we're not just, just media. We're a promotional agency. We're doing social right. media marketing we're doing social media management we're doing consulting we're doing events we're putting on stages we're you know the media is is in a sense a a bonus in a way right because uh, the the meat and potatoes is the fact that we're giving you a profile and you're getting traffic to that profile you're getting leads you're 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 able to package your your stuff you're learning as you go you're you're building a database a list of new jvs and affiliates and things that are helping you scale and 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 grow and yeah the right. tv the radio we have a magazine as well um all those are, are additional advertising platforms right that we hope right. that we get you more traffic but really the the main thing is the profile that we're giving you because we're actually giving you tangible results hey you start with us you have zero views a month later now you have 500 views or a thousand views right. or even you know some people get get even more we also coach you on how to convert those views into dollars. Right. And that's the next thing we should talk about. I think that, I think that, you know, certainly from my perspective, what I've learned in my adventures in, in advertising and, and in, in media are that is that um, there, there is no such thing really as uh, earned media or organic uh, exposure the organic exposure means that somebody hears about you who you didn't pay, but that doesn't happen on its own. You know, no. viral marketing, and I was very deeply engaged in 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 that. In in fact, I did I did PR for uh, for a company called um, called the Viral Factory, which was which was one of the original uh, purveyors of viral marketing, but that whole concept that you could make something viral was predicated on the idea that you had to hire people to do that. You couldn't mm-hmm. just do something, walk out into the atmosphere and throw shit up in the air. And then all of a sudden it becomes viral. Well, well a lot of times, Hirsch, the way it's, the way it really works, it starts with the, with, with the content. If you have good, fun, entertaining content, uh, then, then you, people are going to start being interested, and that's when you need to bring other affiliates in and hire marketing and do billboards and advertising, just yeah. standard advertising, so more people know about that good content. And really, this is one of the things I teach too: is is if you can get to that first thousand views organically, to where not only is, does it have the thousand views, because a lot of people you can buy views all day long. I can have a million views tomorrow on a on a, on a video. Yeah. But if you have an organic thousand views with comments, with likes, and people can tell if it if it's real or not, those views are going to always 
accumulate. They're always going to grow more because you had that first original thousand views. People are going to be interested. Why does it have a thousand views? Why are there people commenting on this thing? And then it starts to kind of go viral on its own. Plus it's the content. I'll, I'll give you, for instance, um, you might remember this or some of your audience might remember this. Uh, do you remember it was a very major viral video? Hide your kids, hide your wives, hide your kids, hide your wives. It was it was a, a thing called bed intruder. And oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of people remember it. And yeah. the reason that that went viral, and I mentioned this because that was one of, our, one of our clients. We helped that get to close to half a billion uh, views with a lot of other help. I'm not taking all the credit. Um, yeah. But the reason that went viral is because it was a freak accident. It was a guy that was on the news talking about his, his sister, you know, not being protected and, 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 you know, how can you, how can you not be safe in your own bedroom? Cause somebody tried to climb into her window yeah. and, and rape her. Right. And so he was making fun of this idiot that's climbing into her window. And then what right. happened is, is, is somebody saw that and they threw melody to it. They threw edit. And remember I told you in the beginning, it's all about how you edit your video. They right. edited it. Hide your kids, hide your wife. She's climbing in your window, snatches people up. And they made this, it, it made people smile. It was fun. Yeah. It, it, and so people wanted to watch it because it was a fun thing to watch. It was different. Yeah. It was original. And he was funny. He was, he was a guy on camera making fun of another guy. And it, it, it was a freak accident. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't created. It was just something that was a good content originally. And then they contacted, you know, eventually as it, as it picked up steam and momentum, then eventually it got to us because we have a reputation on online and then other people got involved. And then that's where the talk shows happened and the big PR stuff and, and putting merchandise around him and, and, you know, big social media and advertising campaigns. And then it got real, real big. And the next thing you know, he's on Dick Clark's rocking new year's Eve and Jimmy Kimmel, you know, right. so, that's how viral really works is the content has to really be real and original, I think. Yeah, it has to appeal to a certain number of people and then it can get replicate that mm -hmm. exponentially. Um, so let's talk about talk to me a little bit about monetizing content. Monetize is a word people people are just enthralled with the word monetize. But I think a lot of us, including me in many ways, don't don't really know exactly mm -hmm. what what monetizing content is really all about well the first thing that is i think the most important piece of of monetizing content is having the software put in place and then the actual va team uh to, can manage that software properly i'm partial to a, a company called uh, digital copilot that we ended up partner up with and and this is a, a way to monetize as well so like uh i i met digital copilot on YouTube. And I reached out to them on my own because I saw an ad that I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. Everything's all in one simple place and it's pretty cost effective. And this would make it real simple on myself and my clients. And I want this. I, and I've never heard of, 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 of them. So I reached out to him on LinkedIn, Facebook, this, that. And next thing you know, he, he reached back to me and this was the owner of the, of the company. And, and to monetize a podcast, to monetize an interview, a speech, whatever, it really goes down to the CC effect, which is, is capture your content, right? The, the capture your contacts. So if someone's watching something, you have to put in position the way to capture so you can then reach out to them and sell them. You can reach out to them and build, an, uh, you know, invite them to your community. 
do something. But as soon as you get that name, phone number, and email, now you have the opportunity to monetize your your content, to monetize your media. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's where the automation and stuff comes in. But basically, it's how you're positioning your content so you can actually capture. So you can use a QR code. You can use a text message system. Uh, you you can you can. There's a lot of ways to do it. With uh, nowadays, there's what's called post to purchase. You can actually put a form inside of a video. You know. So so do you know that knowledge to capture properly? And then it's the whole follow up, the automated follow up process. And you know how do you do it to where you don't spam and piss people off? Excuse my French. You know, but but how do you set up your business properly to capture? the content that you're putting out. Okay, that's number one. Number two is what you got to really dissect what is what what creates money from content. There's advertising, product placement, uh, repurposing content, pay to play. And there's some other ones too. Yeah. So you got to look at each and every one of those and what do you need to do to monetize? But really the bottom line uh, of what really, what, I mean, there's, there's challenges you can do. There's, there's, there's a lot of cool incentive type. There's incentivized, incentivized monetization when you're, when you're giving people a carrot and then there's the standard sales, but it really yeah. boils down to positioning your, your, the capturing of, of the database to then turn the data into dollars and turning the it into dollars is, is, is simply sales. You got to know how to qualify the customer, right? You got to know, know how to gain rapport with the customer. You got to know how to recognize the buying si- signal and, and shut up and close the deal, you know? And so, so you put all that stuff together, you're going to notice a, a little bit more of an increase in your, um, you know, your, your marketing and, and what you're trying to do. You, you know, and, and really, sales it's it, it i mean i i could we could do a whole other show on just the sales aspect of things and yeah. how to actually get people to trust you and buy from you yeah i mean and 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 again that's where it circles back to it circles back to sales um and uh and i and it does it do, and we're all i think going to have to do that like i had to learn to befriend sales right mm-hmm. i had to i had to recognize that this was something that was helping me. This wasn't a punishment. It wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't like a miss uh, alignment of my skill set. It's just something that I had to get comfortable with. Mm-hmm. The idea that people aren't going to buy from you unless they want to buy from you. Mm-hmm. And so if they want and need what you have and they come to know, like, and trust you, and, you know, then and you're setting up a, a good relationship, then that's just part of the process. It's part in, of the process. In order, in order to make the process work and the sales to work, and this goes back to the name of your show, Yes, Yes Branding, I'm just going to throw one more word next to brand, which is trust. Yeah. You, ha- you have to develop your brand to where people trust your brand. It has credibility. It has validation. And, and that's a whole nother conversation. But it really boils down to the research aspect of things. Because if I, if I meet you and you sell me and, and a lot of incredible stuff, it sounds amazing and, and the deal is almost closed, I'm going to go research you most likely and what comes up on Google and what comes up on your brand. Do I, do I trust what you said? Do I trust your right. brand? That's going to be a matter of the deal closing or not. And then that's where testimonials and case studies and just pure experience comes in. Right. And what, and, and, and to, and to kind of, uh, 
you know, I do want to keep talking and maybe we will have like, we'll have another, I'm sure we can, uh, you know, this new season of, uh, of yes brand is going really in the direction of the stuff we're talking about much mm -hmm. more about the, the art of, uh, you know, brand voice, the art of, you know, putting yourself out there, the techniques, the resources, things like that. Um, whereas it started out as kind of more of a fun, almost a game show when we first started where we would do improv games and things like that. But I think it's much, I got so many wonderful colleagues and so many wonderful marketing people that, that have uh, shown an interest in be, in speaking to the audience. I felt like, well, this is too good for the audience to miss out on. So there'll be mm -hmm. themes and other things that we can, that we can talk about, but what's your favorite part of all of this? The smile on the face that I always tell people the grin we put above our customers chins, the fact that that, uh, you know, we can get them testimonials and case studies that it's, it's got to be the smile. And and when you're in the the branding and PR marketing kind of business, uh, and I do a lot of stuff too. I act, I produce, I write, I direct, I got films. I, 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 but but the way that we really make make money as a company is by putting a smile on our customers' faces, and it's really the stories, those testimonials. I I, I love, you know, watching the success and and seeing the smile and and really getting that reference but those testimonial stories just light up light up my day and and i would say the the we are doing something very different and and original in you know somebody told me they're like you're like the uber of marketing and i was like huh they're, yeah. like, they're like you're like the google <laughs> of marketing and and that is the gratifying piece you know the the, the third party takeaway that people are getting off of I'll be honest, this, this semi-complicated uh, vehicle that we're building that we're slowly simplifying, um, that's where it's the most gratifying. And, and the fact that, that the 20 years of hard work that we've put into this thing is, is really finally coming together, not just for ourselves and our company, but for everybody else's company. And it really, uh, you know, my brainchild, my, my dream is, is working and, and other people are, are validating that. So I would say, the validation aspect of what we do that creates that smile. All right. If you liked the show, yes, and it worked for you. Yes, and subscribe and leave a yes, five-star review. Yes, friend. tell all your friends. Yes, friend. Get your branding here. Yes, friend. get your branding here. Yes, friend. Did I make it clear? Yes, friend. get your branding on. Yes, before they're gone. Yes.